escaped sapiens. What's your what's your feeling on the chances of finding life on Mars? Oh, I think we'll find life on Mars. Uh, the uh, and we'll find it in the groundwater. Um, the question is, what kind of life is it going to be? See, look, the one fact we know about life in the universe is this, is that life appeared on Earth virtually as soon as it could, virtually immediately. You know, there are, are fossils of life in Australia in 3.5 billion years old. And there are biomarkers that have been found in Greenland uh, that are 3.7 billion years old. And which goes right back to the end of the heavy bombardment, the early period of the solar system when the Earth's being plastered with uh, asteroids constantly. So, in other words, there's no evidence that the Earth was ever habitable and sterile at the same time. Life mm -hmm. appears here as soon as it could. Now, there's only two explanations for that. One is that the development of life from chemistry through chemical complexification through one path or another is an extremely probable event that occurs essentially with certainty whenever uh, the right conditions prevail. It's like putting water outside at night uh, on a cold winter night in Colorado. It's going to turn into ice. That's what's going to happen. Okay? Uh, it's just a natural process that's going to happen with high probability. Or that that's one view. Now, if, if that's true, obviously life is plentiful in the universe, um, although it's probably incredibly diverse. Because the forms of life on Earth are idiosyncratic. We use only a particular group of amino acids, none other. We use DNA and RNA. Okay, DNA and RNA are the alphabet of all life forms on Earth. It's like all people using the Latin alphabet. Well, you know, we English speakers use the Latin alphabet. The Germans use the Latin alphabet, although they've got a screwed up letter in there. Um, B, B, B. Right? The sharp S, you mean? Yeah, yeah. The one that looks like a B, but it's really an S. They've also got umlauts and all this sort of thing. Right. But it's basically the same alphabet. The French use basically the same alphabet. The Spanish use it. The Italians use it. Okay. The Russians use a somewhat different alphabet, but it, it, it's it got many similarities and it works on the same set of principles. Um because it actually does have a common origin in the Greek alphabet, which is the source of the Latin Cyrillic, alphabet. Yeah. Okay. The, the, but the Chinese use a totally different alphabet. Totally different. Uh, it accomplishes the same thing. It communicates language on paper, um, but it is it, it doesn't work on the same set of principles at all. Okay. It's not that the letters are different. It, 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 it's not even based on replicating sounds. It's rate based on pictures. Uh, that have been stylized and so forth. Uh, so, does life, if life originates organically everywhere, the idea that it should all use the Latin alphabet seems extremely improbable. So, mm -hmm. we would have multitudes of different kinds of life, self replicating uh, uh, complexity, but using different alphabets. Okay, and mm -hmm. with different information systems, different capabilities. On the other hand, what if the reason why life appeared on Earth 
um, instantly is the same reason why it will appear, you know, on uh, a loaf of bread if left out on the counter for too long, um, which is that there are spores flying around um, in space that will uh, invade any fertile uh, environment and immediately multiply and, and establish themselves there. Okay, so panspermia. Okay, uh, origin of life scientists hate panspermia because it ignores all the questions that are important to them, but in fact it's possible. And um, so now, but if that's the case, then life everywhere is going to use the same alphabet. Okay. So, so, so if if we were going to make up a bet, do you do you suspect that we're going to find life which is written in the same alphabet or something that's completely alien, as in, as in not using DNA? Um, see, I don't know. That one I'm, I'm not so sure about. See, I know there's life on Mars because there would have been life transferred from Mars from Earth. I mean, even if, 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 even if somehow you say that life, there are no spores, life originated on Earth through local processes, um, but not on Mars, even though Mars was a virtual twin for the early Earth in, in, in any number of respects. Uh, even if you say all that, you say, well, gee, there would have been meteoric transfer of life from Earth to Mars um, because there's natural transport of material between Earth and Mars. So that, that's why. Now, if that's the case, if that's how Mars got its life, then it would be um, the same um, biochemistry. Do we have extremophiles that we know would survive that uh, transit? Oh, yeah. Uh, and in fact, um, first of all, among those who believe in the transfer theory, um, it's there are more of them who believe that life on Earth came from Mars. Um, hmm. The um, is that because uh, I actually don't know the uh, geological history of the two planets, whether one well Mars the cooled other. first, okay. uh, so Mars was habitable before the Earth was. Um, also, dynamically, uh, it's easier to go from Mars to Earth than Earth to Mars. Um, but the, Because it's in a lower energy well? Or, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And also, it, it, if you believe that the early Mars had a thinner atmosphere, but it has the same thin atmosphere it has now, as opposed to a thick Earth-like atmosphere. But mm -hmm. the... Which it did. But the... <laughs> Uh, um, in any case, um, I mean, look, there's a fundamental mystery about life on Earth. Uh, I this. <laughs> it's an appropriate ringtone. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, the fundamental mystery is that we find no free living organisms on Earth simpler than bacteria. Um, and this is what led to the Arrhenius coming up with the panspermia theory a hundred years ago. Uh, life on Earth must be an immigrant phenomenon. Um, now there's problems with the way he couched the theory. 
uh, because he believed the universe had no beginning, it was perpetual, and therefore life was perpetual, mm -hmm. and this doesn't work. But nevertheless, life on Earth could be an immigrant phenomena, and as suggested by the fact that we don't see uh, a prior evolutionary history. Uh, as we know that North America, the Western civilization in North America is an immigrant phenomenon because we don't find any pieces of architecture here that predate the Renaissance. Um, and in the case of Australia, we know that even more so, no pieces of architecture that predate the Enlightenment. And the um, Whereas you go to Europe, you can see medieval structures, classical structures, Bronze Age structures, Neolithic structures, so forth. Uh, the, 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 um, so if we go to Mars and find a similar chemistry, but also including um, representatives of simpler life forms than bacteria, um, you know, then we could say that life originated on Mars and spread to Earth. Um, I think that, okay, the most likely hypothesis will find life on Mars that has a similar biochemistry to Earth for either because, uh, because that outcome is consistent both with panspermia and also with a local origin and simply a spread from one planet to the other. Okay. So that gives another reason to go to Mars then. We could just be going home. Yeah, we could go home, uh, <laughs> go visit the folks. Well, we could find out, I mean, that, well, first of all, if we find a different biochemistry, then that would prove something very remarkable about life and the nature of, and potential mm -hmm. diversity of life. If we find uh, free living organisms of the same biochemistry as the Earth, but including more primitive representatives, then that would say that life originated on Mars and came to Earth. And that would tell us something about the origin of life. And if we find only life similar to Earth life uh, and no prior uh, evolutionary representatives, then that would suggest panspermia. Hmm. Yeah. Depending on what the outcome is, there's going to be different uh, social outcomes on Earth as well. I mean, with regards to religion and, and uh, how people actually take this piece of information. Well, yeah, but I, I, I think um, I think religion will do fine. Uh, they'll just find out that God is bigger than they thought he was before. Um, that the whole picture is a bit bigger. Um, you know, I... You know, at one time people thought the Earth was the only planet. Then in the Renaissance, people realized that these other things, Saturn and Mars and so forth, were also planets. Okay, so we got other planets. And and then people realized that the stars were actually suns and that they might have planets too. And then they realized there was this thing called the galaxy. Um and then they realized that the galaxy was not unique, that there were thousands, millions, and then billions of galaxies. Uh, but I don't think this has humbled us. Uh, to me, if I discovered that life was plentiful in the universe, and in fact, civilizations were plentiful in the universe, uh, 
I, I would find it very encouraging. It would say to me that we're part of something much bigger, that we're not just an accident hanging out on one piece of dust in one peculiar location, that we're something of universal importance.